What's up, Clipper Nation? Welcome to another episode of the Believe in Clippers podcast here on the Believe Podcast Network. I'm your host, Jesse Cass, and as always, very excited to have you here as we chug along through this suspended NBA season. Hope everyone out there is staying safe, being smart, staying home as we continue to try to get through this thing together, yet apart. Uh, as Of course, as we mentioned, the NBA season continues to be suspended, so no sports, no basketball. Uh, we've been relying on the NBA 2K tournament, which we've been highlighting over the past couple of weeks. We'll give you the, the final update on that. There's also a recent horse competition that took place in ESPN, although the, the clarity of it was a little rough. Uh, but uh, we will get our fill of basketball. We know that on ESPN coming up this weekend, we've got the Last Dance premiere, or at least the first two episodes of the Michael Jordan documentary. So really, really excited for that as uh, some great entertainment coming up in that form, and we hope we can keep you entertained for a short amount of time here on the Believe Podcast Network. If you do enjoy the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple. We are also available wherever else podcasts are found, including Stitcher, Google Play, TuneIn, Spotify, and iHeart. You can find anything you need for this show and any other on the platform on Believe.com, and also on the also on the social media handles Believe Podcast and Believe Sports. So with all of that said, we are here on the Believe in Clippers podcast, and as we mentioned, the Clippers were well represented in the NBA 2K tournament. As we went into it last week, it was going into the semifinal and final matchups. Two Clippers and two Suns with Montrez Harrell and Patrick Beverly for the Clippers and Devin Booker and DeAndre Ayton for the Suns. And unfortunately for the Clippers, on both ends of the bracket, they both came up short. Devin Booker ended up beating Montrez Harrell. And then DeAndre Ayton ended up beating Patrick Beverly, both in a best out of three, both in 2-0 sweeps in that series. And then Devin Booker ultimately went on to win the 2K Tournament Championship. So perhaps not unsurprising. 2K always a little bit unrealistic when you play. So why not? The Suns beat the Clippers there uh, to come away with the championship. But congrats to, to Devin Booker. He clearly was, it was pretty dominant throughout. He had a lot of double-digit victories. Montrez played him pretty close, as did DeAndre Ayton uh, in one of the matchups, but Bev or Booker rather was the most dominant throughout the tournament, and despite some heavy momentum going in for Patrick Beverly, he just was unable to get the victories he needed against Ayton and ended up falling as well. So both Clippers showed out well. They had some big wins, some great trash talking that we highlighted a week ago from Patrick Beverly, and most importantly, it provided a little bit of entertainment, not quite the same amount that we would expect from a normal NBA game or a normal Clippers broadcast, but something during these times where, of course, we're kind of starved for sports, so anything will do, and we know that the most important thing out there is, of course, as we said, the health and safety of everyone, but on the sports side of things, just can't wait until we get some kind of basketball back, and that is really kind of the main topic within the NBA right now. When we talked a week ago, it was really kind of a pessimistic look from the headlines that we heard, Brian Windhorst reporting that there was a lot of doubt and concern that the NBA season would be unable to continue, that it would be canceled. And luckily this week we've heard that now there's some optimism that it can be resumed. Uh, regardless, I think the one thing we know for certain right now is that no one really knows anything at this point. We're still kind of taking this thing day by day, week by week, and trying to see which updates we can get. But as we talked about a little bit in the previous weeks, I do think really the only way that the season is able to continue is if it takes place in one centralized location. We pitched 
the idea of Vegas last week. I uh, saw an article this week highlighting that maybe Walt Disney World and Orlando with their capability of hotels and multiple sites where they can build multiple courts could be the ideal scenario as well. So whatever it may be, that is probably what will happen when there is or if there is an NBA season the rest of the way. Um, and as we said before, the regular season might just be done. And that's obviously unfortunate for the teams that are still trying to fight for a playoff spot. But it seems like with just how late this thing is going to go with the season probably not being able to get restarted until July, maybe late June, uh, at that point you kind of have to jump quickly into the playoffs if you want to finish by August and then obviously have the turnaround of getting ready for the next season, which would ultimately be delayed as well and maybe have to start as late as Christmas. So uh, a lot of things to figure out on the NBA's end, but obviously for the Clippers and several other teams that feel like they have a great shot at winning a championship, they want to continue this season. And I know that for myself and for all of Clipper Nation out there, that's something that is huge because you look at this season and the window that the Clippers have, it could be a long one, but at the same time, Kawhi Leonard and Paul George only signed the two-year deals with player options for the third. And you kind of look toward the future here. They obviously came back and wanted to be home, and you would expect that they want to stay long-term, but with all the player movement in today's game, there's never really a certainty in that aspect. And if, for whatever reason, something went sour, you could look at this thing where not only could this eliminate the Clippers' championship hopes for this year, but obviously we mentioned next year could be impacted with whether it be games played without fans or a shortened season, whatever kind of comes from the end of this season to roll into that. But then at, by, the, by that point, you could have, that's the two years up at the contract right there, and then it's kind of a, a big-time decision going forward for both Kawhi and Paul George, and obviously a big crossroads there for the Clippers. I do think that they have, of course, as we've seen, one of the best front offices in the game, one of the best coaching staffs in the game, and real, true team camaraderie. So I don't, I don't have a tremendous amount of worry that Kawhi and Paul George would want to leave, but again, that is going to come up as an option, and with players talking all the time and people wanting to team up, there's always a possibility of trying to form a different super team elsewhere. So that'll be on the radar for the Clippers going forward. And then you look at if they're not able to continue the season this year, the kind of decisions that have to be made in this offseason where we've talked about Montrez Harrell. He's, of course, going to be an unrestricted free agent. Clippers play him big minutes. They love him. He's such an integral part of the team's identity with his fierce hustle and just incredible finishing inside. He's obviously going to garner a lot of attention on the free agent market and if the Clippers want to bring him back, it's going to be a big payday to keep him. I obviously am in the camp of thinking that's well worth it, and even if you have to move or trade a contract down the line, that's something you do, but you can't lose an asset that valuable for nothing. And then you look at some of the other guys that the Clippers have acquired late in this season who are really good players and really fill out their bench and even their starting lineup to a great degree. Marcus Morris, of course, just picked up. Clippers gave away a first-round pick to acquire him, so you'll think they would like to bring him back. That's another free agent. And then Reggie Jackson as well. All guys that can probably have much bigger roles elsewhere outside of Montrez, who already has a really big one with the Clippers. But for Morris and Jackson specifically, those guys are starters in the league. They have been bigger pieces on other teams. So it'll be interesting to see if they want to return and if the Clippers are going to be able to pony up the money to keep them and potentially go deep into the luxury tax to do it. So we know the Clippers have 
an owner and Steve Ballmer who's more than willing to spend, but if this season is unable to continue, that's going to really, really sting for the Clippers and the fan base, and uh, it'll be a real tough blow for what is the most realistic shot at a championship for this franchise ever in their history. So that would really sting. And of course it would for some of the other teams in the league too. I, you really look at the three best teams who have the most realistic shot. The Clippers, of course, being one, and then the Lakers and the Bucks. All three of those teams would be just kind of heartbroken if the season was unable to continue. Look at, mention the Clippers and kind of their time frame and their clock. At least their core is still very young, and as long as they can keep Kawhi and Paul George long-term. They're, of course, going to be a threat for a long time to come. But you look at the Lakers, who, of course, Anthony Davis is a very young superstar. But LeBron, despite how he continues to defy time and be incredible at 37 years of age, at some point, age catches up with everyone. So his clock is counting right now. And if he loses a real shot at winning a championship, that would be heartbreaking for him and the Lakers as well. And then, of course, the Bucks. They, of course, are on that free agent clock with Giannis Antetokounmpo as well, and if they can win a championship, the the odds of bringing him back are so much higher, but if they fall out, fall short or unable to compete and get to that championship level, then that, that kind of feeds the flames of maybe Giannis will like to go elsewhere. So for all three of these teams, there's so much at stake for, for trying to win a championship that the continuation of the season is really vital for those three in particular, and uh, you can only kind of cross your fingers and hope that that'll be the case. And as we said, we want to know and put into perspective the health of the, the country and the safety of the country is obviously first and foremost without question. But just talking strictly on the basketball perspective, uh, it would be tough to lose the season, especially with how good the Clippers have been. But uh, we will keep our fingers crossed and continue to give you any update we can. And before we continue here on the Believe in Clippers podcast, we're going to step aside for a quick word from a couple of our sponsors here on the Believe Podcast Network. This podcast is brought to you by Simply Safe. With home security, there's two ways you can go about protecting your home. You can wait weeks for a technician to do a messy install that costs a fortune, or you can get Simply Safe, the two-time winner of CNET's Editor's Choice Award. Simply Safe blankets your whole home in safety. Outdoor cameras and doorbells alert you to anyone approaching. Entry, motion, and glass break sensors guard inside. You can set up the system all by yourself, and it only takes 30 minutes. You'll have an army of highly trained security experts ready to dispatch police in a moment's notice, 24-7. It's also 50 cents a day with no contracts. Go to simplysafe.com team today, and you'll get free shipping and a 60-day risk-free trial. You've got nothing to lose, so go now and be sure to go to simplysafe.com team. That's simplysafe.com team. From Simply Safe and all of us here wishing you safety and good health. This podcast is brought to you by LinkedIn. The perfect hire can have an impact on your business for years to come, and the only place to find the perfect hire is on LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has over 675 million members worldwide. LinkedIn Jobs screens candidates with the hard and soft skills you're looking for so you can hire the right person fast. LinkedIn looks beyond the work skills and puts your job post in front of qualified candidates who match your business requirements perfectly. It's no wonder a person is hired every eight seconds with LinkedIn. LinkedIn Jobs was also rated the number one hiring platform for delivering quality hires. Find the right person for your business today with LinkedIn Jobs. You can pay what you want and get the first $50 off. Just visit linkedin.com team. Again, that's linkedin.com team to get $50 off your first job post. Terms and conditions apply. 
This podcast is also brought to you by Bet Online. While you're waiting this out at home, you can still have some fun betting at betonline.ag. Despite no NBA, NHL, or MLB, you might think there's nothing to bet on. Bet Online still has hundreds of places to wager, including their casino with poker and blackjack. And sports aren't totally done. There's still esports, American Idol, Big Brother, the elections, the spelling bee, and their $750,000 poker series. Really anything you can think of, it's there to bet on on betonline.ag. There is still fun to be had, so go to betonline.ag and use the promo code MYPOD100 to receive your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's betonline.ag and use the promo code MYPOD100. BetOnline, your wagering experts. And finally, this podcast is brought to you by True Classic Tees, a new company based out of L.A. and a new company that's on the rise. T-shirts are soft, they hold up in the wash, and they're incredibly versatile. You can wear them out, and more importantly, right now during these quarantine times, you can wear them in and around the house, whether you're Zoom calling, chilling on the couch, or watching a great show. Best part, they're incredibly cheap, only $15, and now you can get them for even less. Go to trueclassictees.com and use the code BLEAV for 20% off. That's believe, BLEAV, at trueclassictees.com. And as we continue here on the Believe in Clippers podcast, as we mentioned at the top of the show, really the main exciting thing in the basketball world coming up in the next couple of weeks is The Last Dance, the Michael Jordan documentary that is coming to ESPN this Sunday, pushed ahead of schedule, originally supposed to debut in June, and then of course with these cancellations, ESPN releasing this a little bit early, thankfully for us, as looks like it's going to be an incredibly entertaining documentary about Michael Jordan and his final season with the Bulls, with appearances in the podcast from so many in the NBA world, so many of his teammates, Scotty Pippen, his coach Phil Jackson, and his opponents, Patrick Ewing, and Knicks coach Jeff Van Gundy, and so, so many more. I just can't wait for this documentary, and luckily, with myself, I'm 31 years old, soon to be 32, thinking about how I was just kind of like in the sweet spot of just being able to see enough of Michael Jordan when I was just old enough to kind of really appreciate it. And obviously, Jordan kind of going through his last go-round, obviously with that season being in 1998 when he finished with the Bulls before coming back a few years later with the Wizards. So still very young in appreciating it. Born in 1988, seeing him in 98, so just 10 years old watching that. But still remembering vividly some of those series against the Utah Jazz and and how that kind of fueled my love for basketball and seeing someone who was just so fluid, so poetic in his game on the basketball court, and so dominant. And even not as a Chicago Bulls fan, just kind of always pulling for Michael Jordan in those series against the Jazz because you're just appreciating such true, incredible greatness. And I think for those that might be a little bit young to truly appreciate it, uh, I think this documentary can hopefully help highlight it a little bit and you know, clearly there's going to be opinions on the GOAT, the greatest ever. In my book, I still have Jordan 1, but I do have LeBron James 2. You know, it, it very different players, very different eras, so it's always hard to compare that. But I think, as we've learned from Kobe Bryant's untimely death and so many things in, in society now, there's not always the need to compare. It's sometimes you just need to appreciate each individual person and their accomplishments. So even without comparing... I think it's really going to be exciting to see and appreciate Michael Jordan for all of the elements that made him what he was. The incredible drive and effort, the phenomenal skill, and then 
what Jordan has alluded to that when this pod or when this uh, documentary rather comes out, that he's worried that some people might think that he's a complete jerk. And we know that Kobe was someone who took after Michael Jordan's lead was at times incredibly hard on his teammates. And the same goes for Jordan. And you can say the same goes for LeBron at times as well. Sometimes to be truly elite and great, there has to be another level that you take things to. So it's going to be really unique to kind of see that firsthand access and see these clips of Jordan, not only in games, but in practice, on the team bus, on the plane, kind of how he interacted with his teammates and coaches and others and his preparation. We know that Michael Jordan was just such a wild competitor in so many areas, not only in basketball, but in, in golf and in gambling. Uh, to, so to see everything behind the scenes is going to be really exciting and a really unique look at one of the best athletes, not only in basketball, but in all of sports of all time. So I think to get a real appreciation for MJ is going to be awesome. And then you're going to get these uh, all these other firsthand accounts from, as we said, teammates that he played with, players he went against constantly, and uh, I just can't wait. It's going to be awesome, and I think it'll also be really cool to kind of see the, sl- the similarities in the games of Michael Jordan and Kawhi Leonard. And of course, Kawhi is not at the same level as Jordan, but we've heard this comparison numerous times over the past couple of years, including from Doc Rivers, which he got fined for ultimately uh, on TV when talking about going into the finals with the Raptors, how Kawhi was most reminiscent of Jordan and his game in the modern game right now. And obviously, you can throw Kobe into that when he was playing as well. He, of course, patterned his game off of Jordan, and there's that video cut of them doing the same exact move. So we know that that's the case. But in today's modern game, especially which has become so three-point and layup heavy, the mid-range game is often kind of thrown by the wayside, but of course not for Kawhi Leonard. And you look at kind of his package of moves and what he does, it's so reminiscent to a lot of the things that that Jordan does. Granted, very different people, very different players, but I think being able to see the highlights of that from Jordan, which of course you can access on YouTube at any time, but being able to see that up close and personal, I think for Clippers fans in particular, it's going to be really cool to say, oh, this is what we see often on a nightly basis from Kawhi. Uh, so to draw those comparisons and see the similarities is going to be really cool. So on top of everything else, can't wait for that documentary and can't wait till we get some basketball back. As we said, we will keep you updated on any updates that we get on that front. But right now, it's kind of the holding pattern that we're in. So we'll get ready for the last dance and Keep our fingers crossed for basketball coming back in the future. But before we sign off on the podcast, we have another new sponsor that has a quick word here on the Bleep Podcast Network. If you love scratchers from the Virginia Lottery, you'll really love the new Lucky Number Scratcher. 32 chances to win $500,000 plus four bonus games. Stop by your closest retailer and check it out. For odds and more information, visit VALottery.com. That's going to do it for this week's edition of the Believe in Clippers podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in on this relatively brief episode. As we said, we'll have more updates on the Clippers season as these podcasts continue. And we have a very special guest coming up in the next few episodes as well. We're also going to break down some old games. We're going to really get you deep back into the the deep cut of Clippers stuff coming up in the next couple of weeks. So be sure to stick 
along with us here on the Believe Podcast Network. Also, make sure if you like the show, please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple. We're available wherever podcasts are found and also on Believe.com and at Believe Podcasts and at Believe Sports on any social media handle. So with all of that said, thanks so much for tuning in here on the Believe Podcast Network, LA's number one sports podcast network and the only place to the show for every team in LA and more. We believe in our LA teams. Do you believe? Go Clips. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.